So this is another episode of Right Off The Bat and I decided to do a react again. So this time I wanted to react to a really personal piece. So this piece of writing, um, I guess I would say it's... So one of my editors, she actually said this is my best work and <laughs> I haven't posted this yet because of insecurities I guess and also like you know the whole um, idea of how like how scary putting out your best work can be because if it's not good then it's not you know like you, do, you don't have any other work that is remotely good or great if, I'm, if it makes sense so anyway um I I think um, I decided to share this. It's actually a collective about um, how I write about people. Like I compile personas of people that I that I have met together into this um, quirky, whimsical, fairy tale ish character, and I write about them. So it's a mixture of all these things, with a little touch of philosophy, I guess. Yeah. So this one, this piece is. The captain, and it's this um, captain who lives in this planet, and he's believed to have like a magical binoculars. Okay, I'm just gonna right now do like a one take, and I'll see how I react to it as I'm reading it because I'm actually revisiting this writing after around a year. Yeah, so. I guess here goes nothing. <laughs> Let's go for this. I came upon the captain amongst my boyak. A giant ship rests upon the planet. If so, even bigger. The anchor is taller than the depth of the ocean here. I came on the board, waved and nodded. The captain, standing before me at the side of the boat, waving back. He is stout, but not short. Wearing a royal na navy blazer over his wine red shirt that burst out like roses. He has a neat beard that doesn't cover his chin, but enough to show you that he's a man of adventures. The captain smiled and gestured me in. His fleet is worth a million ships, so I asked him if he knows what's within. He laughs and said, No, and asked me why did I ask. There is a famous myth about the Capitan, about his magical binoculars that shows him where the treasures are and the gleaming future. He had sailed across more seas than anyone across the cosmos. Out of curiosity, I said. He laughed again. Laughter is the best medicine for everything, he said with a chuckle as he put his arm around my shoulders. Come, let me show you. Before I know it, he was dragging me around his gigantic ship. There are many sailors, some wiping the deck, some checking the sails. All of them has their heads down ob oblivious to my presence. The size of the ship awed me as I could see the ship pointing out towards the skies across the cosmos of the seas. He then brought me to his captain room, 
and I could see scrolls of maps, his scrolls of maps, a floating globe, and a bedside view of the sea. He pulled me close and whispered to me, Let me tell you a secret. There are two types of crew, you see. The one who slop and the ones who dream. I nodded, I nodded while gesturing to him that I'm listening. He walked me towards the balcony, overlooking the whole ship from the top. And he points at the sailors wiping the deck. There, the ones who slop. They wouldn't even ask where I'm sailing to. What's next? Why? No questions. They'll keep slogging as long as I kept them fed, warm and dry. Not even a question? They'll just keep working? I ask. Eyes on the deck, but never on the horizons. He sighed. He then pointed to a few others, the ones who are taking notes around the boat, adjusting the sail, overlooking at the sea, ringing the bells at the very top. Some are so high up that I could barely see them. These, he said. These are my best men. But amongst all lies the slyest fox that was steal from the pen. Steal? I asked, bewildered. They're the ones who do dream, but always thought that they'll get the secret out of me or who believes I have a secret for them to steal. He gestured and punched his fist. Secret? I then asked the captain and he laughed and said, There is no magic. No what? Magic? I asked, leaning closer as if I'll get an epiphany from him by leaning in. Here, take a look. He shoved his binoculars into my hands. I, I look at the binoculars and I wondered if I'm doing the right thing. There, there is nothing, sir. I asked. I said, <laughs> while my eyes still glued to the binoculars, pressing harder into my eyes as if it would help. The greater test, the greatest test of the mind, he said, isn't oneself within. There are no people you could steal or borrow courage from, but only from yourself. He pointed at my chest and said, This is why the ones who stole my binocular will always fall in disbelief, seeing there is nothing. There is nothing. No magic. Just me and my thirst for Avengers. But the treasures, I, I said, putting down the binoculars. Oh, it's just a stroke of luck. While well, he puts it away and then proceeding to uncap his whiskey flask. Wow. <laughs> I have sailed across so many seas, but people only focus on the ones that comes with the loot. It is not me, but the people will always believe what they have to believe and see what they want to see. Well, they want treasures, so they'll always only see treasures, he said, as he sipped his whiskey and continued. I have felt more than I have tried, 
I have sailed across seas of nothing, where the abyss tries, tries to rope us in, where mermaids sang the siren songs, pulling my sailors into the depth, and, and I, I never saw them again. He slammed his first flask onto the oak table. The flask toppled and a little bit of whiskey oozed out as if the captain's heart bleeds at the loss of his crew. I looked at him, his eyes red, hands trembling. I almost gave up. Almost. Almost. But I didn't. I cannot. And I sailed on. He took back up the flask, sipping more whiskey. He smiled. The magic is always in you, son. In yourself. Do not give up. Do not let the darkness take you. He looked intensely at me, this time his fingers pressing on my chest. What if... I move back a little, as I ask gently. There are no what ifs, he cut me before I could finish. The silent songs of the maiden who tempts are nothing but distractions. The fear of the horizons is nothing but a fear to dream. The worst of it all is to idle. He finished and looked at me in the eye. I could see the warmth in his eyes, the ones that made me feel like he's my father from light years away. He put his huge, warm hands onto mine and said, Son, you don't fall to darkness. But you can't see the stars if you're not in the dark. I smile and rest my ha other hands on his, thanking him for giving me the strength to be stronger. We hung out for a while more before I knew it. I told him that I have to go. You better, if not I'll kick you off, from, off the boat myself, he said while patting my back. I'm still not used to his strength as I could feel myself almost coughing. I will see you at the other side of the world, son, he smiled and said. I, I could see his face flushed with redness, but I, I would never know if it's whiskey of his passion. I'd like to go for the latter as I smiled back and shook his hands. Crew, I have the next place to go and time to raise the sail and get ready, he roused with such gusto. And like the conductor of the orchestra, everyone follows suit. And I bought my rocket and begin my next adventure to yet another planet. The end. So it's, I think it's kind of raw and it's kind of, um, I just kind of have a lot of emotions while I'm reading this. I I thought about a lot of things. I I thought about mostly the captain comes from the voices in my head on what I should do, what I should not. The captain is actually kind of like a construct of my persona when I travel. The one where I literally strip myself off 
any magic and just go out there get the air ticket and just hit off bits of the captain i guess like the way i built him to be the way i imagined him to be is kind of from this father figure that i met while i'm hiking in tai taiwan and the gusto the gesture came from there so also like the lesson in the lesson um that, that he shared on top of that uh came from also people that i have met and people like me who are dreamers and we were sharing about a lot of things about a lot of fears we have before we embark on our journey and i think collectively as people who really puts down everything and travel um especially people from asia we there are social stigmas that doesn't see this as the best thing to do and unless we have like a golden goose if not yeah we are better off working in a way and so this story is kind of like a lesson that i actually wanted to share with myself and the world and how the two kind of people in in this universe or in this planet are people who really don't question things who just you know work and as long as they really get what they want as long as they get like the material stuff as long as they have their weekends as long as they are able to buy things that they want they are happy i guess in a way it's it's not meant to be written like a mockery because i feel that there is no wrong being sailors like that but then again on the perspective of like an adventurer um being a sailor like that would mean surrendering your dreams would mean surrendering your souls and the worst of all surrendering your stories and adventures and you never get them back again unless you find enough courage so and the other are people who have certain beliefs have certain things about things being destined or like they are like people who who tries i mean some of them might succeed some of them might fail but they are like the ones who scheme who really do, do try and i think throughout this this the second category of people there are definitely people who succeed and fail and i i want to kind of just put it out there in a way like they always believe that the captain has this magic binoculars but is actually nothing it's just him and you know him going out there and how like it reflects upon the people when they are you know they they stole that binoculars to take a look and there's actually nothing it's just like a normal thing and it's and i actually planted 
that in the dialogue as well like about how like people see what they want to see so if they want treasures they will always only see treasures and this is how I feel like the world we have this um, bias towards um, certain success which I think we might be not logical we might be thinking that oh you know we have a chance we have a higher odds than what logic actually presents itself to be and we only seize what we want to see so this this part of the dialogue actually poked at the blind spots of human being and then again how he failed and how like you know he failed more than he tried meaning to say that there are times where he didn't even go because he didn't even went to trying so that's kind of like uh like a little easter egg there <laughs> not sure easter egg is the right word but yeah and I I think he, he would feel really sad as you know he, he slams the flask on the oak table and thinking back about the past the mistakes that he did but then again like it brought him to where he is now and sometimes we lose things as we go and we have to lose things to gain others so that's another thing altogether yeah and well the magic is always in us end of the day and do not give up so i guess this this piece is is something that you know i want to share with people i want to tell myself to to get ready for adventure and to always know that we are never old, never fully ready for an adventure we just have to take the step out you know just sail towards the horizon and see where it takes us so just like this podcast now here and if you're listening if I haven't took that chance I wouldn't be here I wouldn't be revisiting and feeling great grateful for myself for writing this because I I enjoy writing with a certain passion and I enjoy sharing stories I enjoy constructing certain personalities and characters and by taking them you know like uh, bits and pieces from people I've met and I've seen I've come across and I've you know and putting them into one titular persona it it's just kind of nice yeah so maybe I guess I can react to another writing <laughs> since I'm in the mood so I guess in the next I mean maybe alternate episodes I, I would have some um, writing reacts episode I guess yeah so I guess this is the end for now and I hope you enjoyed the writing you can let me know what you think if you don't mind if not um, well feel free to you know um, share if it's if you really like it yeah so weird to ask but yeah that <laughs> nobody thought I would say say that but I guess we are like 10 20 episodes in so I guess I could shamelessly <laughs> ask for favors now yeah 
anyway um i guess this, this is the end and i'll see you guys on the other side of the horizon i can see you